On this 27th Sunday in Ordinary Time, let us pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St Mark. The Pharisees approached and asked, Is it lawful for a husband to divorce his wife? They were testing him. He said to them in reply, What did Moses command you? They replied, Moses permitted him to write a bill of divorce and dismiss her. But Jesus told them, Because of the hardness of your hearts, he wrote you this commandment. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, no human being must separate. In the house, the disciples again questioned him about this. He said to them, Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. And people were bringing children to him that he might touch them. But the disciples rebuked them. When Jesus saw this, he became indignant and said to them, Let the children come to me. Do not prevent them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Amen, I say to you. Whoever does not accept the kingdom of God like a child will not enter it. Then he embraced them and blessed them, placing his hands on them. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Today, I propose that you and I answer three questions that the Gospel reading poses to us so that we can understand what Jesus wants to teach us as a master. Because his words are pedagogy of the heart. They attempt to mould our hearts. Just as in creation God moulded man and made him in his image and likeness, Jesus, with his teachings, wants to continue moulding our hearts so that we may have a heart like his. So the first question is, what's the hard thing? Is what God teaches us hard, or are our hearts hard and slow? Well, I think there's no doubt that we must be the hard ones. We cannot think that God is hard, although we sometimes do. In fact, in today's reading, Jesus says, Because of the hardness of your hearts, he wrote you this commandment. The law of Moses had to change because the heart of the Israelites was hard. The laws of man change not because the laws are obsolete, but because our feelings and thoughts change. They become hardened, and we seek to adapt everything to our desires. God's laws were changed by man, not because God's a little crazy and changes his mind on the spot and different ideas pop into his head, but because we are hard-hearted and find it difficult to understand God's will and put it into practice. And we unwittingly blame God and sometimes the church, for the difficulty of the path he proposes. Undoubtedly, God's path is difficult, but we can't think that God is hard on us. What kind of God would he be if we thought like that? On the contrary, what Jesus teaches us today is vital. What Jesus teaches us, as the one sent by the Father, is for our own good, for the good of all humanity, and for the benefit of our own happiness. It isn't good for man to be alone. 
It isn't good neither for men nor for women. I'll make a suitable partner for him. When they wish, they'll leave everything to be together forever and form a family. Don't forget this. God is good and so are his words, his teachings. His precepts give life. They teach us how to live a better life, how to love better. It's us, men, who don't become like children and don't trust and believe in what God teaches us. The second question is, how do we teach what Jesus taught, whether it is to your children, our acquaintances, in catechesis, in the church, at work? How do we transmit these concepts that seem so hard to understand? How do we transmit this truth? With love. We can't speak about love without love. We must live by it. Try to avoid any extremes. We shouldn't pull from one side of the road to the other. At one extreme, we may keep quiet and say nothing, or we may say, everything is the same. If you feel like it, do it. If you're happy, I'm happy, so do whatever you want. Then there's no rule, no parameter, no law, no truth. We're a law unto ourselves. And what about God? He's on the side of the road, on the road shoulder. At the other extreme, we may speak about love without love. We judge, condemn. We put ourselves on a pedestal because we're supposedly doing things right. The church has preferred to use the medicine of mercy and not to impose severity as a weapon. Let's not condemn. There's no need to say the wrong thing to tell the truth. God teaches us with love. Truth is at the service of people. We don't follow an idea, we follow a person, Jesus, who chose love as a remedy to cure us of sin. And the last question is, what does Jesus teach us by saying that it's unlawful to divorce and marry another person? He teaches that love is sacred and that love sanctifies us. He teaches that marriage is a path to happiness, that he came to correct what had been led astray by the hardness of the human heart. Not only did he come to get things back on track, but to make marriage a sacred reality. Jesus takes love very seriously. That's why love is necessary for everyone. Love leads us to happiness. So how can Jesus not take love seriously? How can we not take it seriously? Taking love seriously means taking care of it. That's why Jesus takes care of it. And taking care of it means that it can't be disposable. He can't have an expiration date. You and I need to be loved forever. No one wants to be loved for a little while, for a few years. No one wants to be united to someone who isn't serious about him or her. Christian marriage is, in a way, Jesus' response to our deep need to be loved forever. Let's pray for our families. Let's also pray for the families which couldn't live this reality. They aren't outside the church. They aren't rejected. They aren't condemned. On the contrary, the church loves them. The church wants to accompany them. The church also welcomes them into her heart. May we have a good day and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.